Hello, friends, and welcome back to my podcast. I am Starla from coffeewithstarla.com, and today I'll be reading my article, Joy is Coming in the Morning. Let's get started. Sorrow and heartache may make for a really long night, but joy is coming in the morning. Whether you're going through a hard time right now, or maybe that hard time is not going away as fast as you would like, know this, it is temporary. Fully knowing and grasping that our sorrow is temporary compared to what is in store for us in heaven brings us joy. Let us remember that Jesus has conquered sin, death, and the grave. He has risen in victory and his word is final. He has the last say. Joy is coming in the morning and our sorrow will turn to dancing as we cling to Jesus. Joy comes in the morning. What does this phrase mean? It's coming from the Bible verse Psalms 35. It's where David is saying, weeping may last for the night, but joy comes in the morning. David faced many struggles in life, from years spent on the run from King Saul to his great sin with Bathsheba and the death of their firstborn. And in this psalm, we don't know which ruin David is referring to. But as David writes in 30 verse 1 through 2, God lifted him up out of the depths and healed him. And for that great blessing, David celebrates. Sing the praises of the Lord, you his faithful people. Praise his holy name for his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Psalm 34 through 5. What he's meaning here is that while difficulty and darkness does occur, we can take comfort in knowing that this season will pass and light will return. That last sentence in this verse really brings my heart peace in the storms of life. Life is hard, very hard at some times, and yet... God promises over and over again that he is our peace and joy through it all. He walks with us and he is our provider and comforter. Let's read that verse again. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes in the morning. According to Bible study tools, The word used here for joy is the Hebrew word rana or rina. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. It means ringing cry of entreaty supplication or ringing cry in proclamation, joy, praise. Can you feel the tension in this word that David uses? It's both a cry of prayer and praise. It's a powerful word. A powerful concept. It shows that joy is found not after the pain, not after everything is made right, but in the midst of it. The only way this is possible is because of the work of the Lord. He is the only one that can enter our pain and fill us with joy. 
Hard times are a part of life and are actually promised in the Bible. Just because we choose to become Christians or followers of Christ doesn't mean a magic wand is twirled around us taking life's hardships away. The good news is we are promised that in those hard times, Jesus goes with us. The Holy Spirit is sent to comfort us and Jesus prays for us. We are not alone in these hardships. And then there is joy. Biblical joy is both a promise and something we must work at. How are you cultivating joy in your life today? Joy verses in the Bible. I put together a large list of 30 Bible verses on joy for us to read, write, and pray over for 30 days. Use this list and the Finding Joy journal to help you have a better understanding of biblical joy and intentionally cultivate joy in your everyday life. The link can be found on my website, coffeewithstarla.com, and just search joy. It'll pop up then. What does joy comes in the morning actually mean? What does that look like? The book of Psalm is a great book to read over and look at David's prayers. Notice how he pours out his heartache, pain, sorrow, and grief to God. Then what does he immediately do next? He preaches to his heart what his head already knows. He encourages himself in the Lord. David remembers two important truths. The first is that God had successfully delivered him from hard times in the past and could be counted on to do the same again. And the second is that difficulties don't last. They are temporary. I like this quote from John Piper. He says, Occasionally weep deeply over the life you hoped would be. Grieve the losses. Then wash your face, trust God, and embrace the life you have. Joy is coming in the morning means that it may be hard right now. Your pillow may be covered in tears right now. Your heart may be broken right now, but joy is coming. The sorrow will end eventually and God will comfort you. Joy is coming. Why seek joy? Our salvation is one main reason. Our names are written in the book of life. That is something to clap and shout about. We have the Holy Spirit to comfort and guide us. Jesus prays for us. God walks with us and showers us with his love, grace, and mercy. Those are things worthy of our joy. We should be rejoicing every day that our sins are forgiven and we get to be with God in heaven for eternity. Another reason we should pursue joy in our lives is because it is part of the fruit of the Spirit. Let's read together Galatians 5, 22 through 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. While having joy is a choice, it is also a gift from God. We choose whether to value God's presence, promises, and work in our lives. We choose to cling to Him and His promises on the hard days. 
When we submit to the Holy Spirit, he opens our eyes to God's grace around us and fills us with true joy. Read Romans 15, 13. This joy is not to be found in sin or in the world. It is only fellowship with God that can make our joy truly complete. Read 1 John 1, 4. So how do we get this joy from God? One of the keys to finding joy is to recognize God's hand in your life, even during challenging moments. We don't sit and wait for joy just to fall in our laps out of nowhere. We should be intentional and pursue God's joy in our lives. Here's eight ways that I have found that help me have joy from God. Number one. Count the small blessings God gives you daily. Even the small gifts are gifts of joy from God. Number two, slow down and be mindful of what's around you. Number three, cultivate joy in your life on purpose. Number four, learn to wait well. Number five, give to others. Number six, write out scripture on joy. Number seven, accept God's gift of joy and walk in it every day. And eight, cling to God on the good days and the bad days. During the worst years of my life, a divorce due to an unfaithful spouse, I lost my sense of joy. I had prayed and fasted and walked on eggshells and hoped for restoration and a healthy, God-honoring marriage. And that never came. I lost my joy trying to save that marriage. But God, He met me in that place of pain and has been working with me hand in hand on the healing process. God restores our joy. While it is hard work to heal and grow, it is well, well worth the effort. My laughter came back. My overall joy came back. God put the right people in my life to love me, teach me, and be a source of encouragement along the way. While there are still hard days being a single mom, God has been with me every step of the way. And for that, I am so grateful. There has been joy in healing and growing. I enrolled in school. I am a trained professional life coach a mental health coach, and I'm taking classes to get my biblical counseling certificate from Light University, which is the school for the American Association of Christian Counselors. I'm also in the Give Her Wings Academy certificate program. It has been such a joyful experience to learn and grow through this healing process. And then I get to share and help other Christian women along the way. Sister, please know and fully grasp that joy is coming in the morning. Thank you so much for being here with me in this reading of my article, Joy is Coming in the Morning. You can find it and all the rest of my articles and resources on my website, coffeewhatstarla.com. And until next time.